Um, Mike? Hey. How you doing? Good. Um, I'm a big fan of the, of the podcast. <laughs> uh, long time listener, first time guest. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so yeah, I'm Dan. We got Mike here. And Ravina, also known as Rockin. And Michelle. Woo! This is the first time we've had like equal, and Fumi's here too, but she disappeared. Um, this is the first time we've had more girls than guys. How does that feel? Fine. I just wonder, are we going to be talking about like puppy dogs and... And Care Bears and Have shit. you just met me? <laughs> Have you ever heard me talk about no. puppy dogs? Me and I, no. we no. talk about like handcuffs and, no. Oh, sh- <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> no, I'm not. I anyway. told you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just one of the guys, right? It's all good. So, uh, what's this thing about handcuffs that I've been hearing so much about? <laughs> I don't know. Okay, here's my question about it. Do you find as men in Vancouver... <laughs> That handcuffs are still like a thing. What is that? What are you pulling out? Or is it now become like main, more mainstream? <laughs> You're asking me. I am asking you, Dan. Uh, it's, yeah, it's become mainstream. It seems like every dude always is like, "These are my handcuffs," and I'm like, "Yeah, fucking whatever." Every, <laughs> every dude is <laughs> like, "Hey, Dan, here are my Yeah, and I'm like, you know, it's hanging around the office, and the guy next to me is like, "Oh, fuck, Mike, still got my handcuffs in my pocket," and I'm like, "Yeah, tell me about it." Do you hate that? Yeah. Totally. Well, okay, so are they like regular handcuffs or are they like police issue handcuffs? Yeah. Are we talking like the plastic handcuffs that you buy at the... Fuzzy. Fuzzy. If, you're, if they're plastic, no. So they have to be able to hold you. If you bought them at Spencer's Gifts, <laughs> unacceptable, does not qualify. So they got to be real police issue handcuffs, but with fur. That's yeah. what we're talking. Agreed. And do you mean like specifically handcuffs or... or any sort of tying instrument. No, we're talking about handcuffs. I yeah. think, okay. I well, mean, because a rope I get could where be you're something com- else too, right? Yeah, <laughs> I get where you're coming from, but I think right now probably just you can't really like strangle someone with handcuffs. Um, is that what we're talking about now? No, Have we but gone I'm to talking like rope, rope. You can do other things. With- Have we gone Michael Hutchins on this? No, <laughs> we did that already. Yeah. We didn't have to go <laughs> that back. was so three episodes ago. <laughs> <laughs> We've already been there. Yeah. <gasps> I'm just saying, rope, rope sometimes leads to other things. Death. <laughs> yes. For example. For example. True. Um, I don't know. Yeah. I, I honestly, I don't know that uh, handcuffs come up too often. Uh, but that's cool. I think I think tying up is less is uh is. Can we have is, a on <laughs> I think tying up is probably mainstream. Specifically, police issue handcuffs is probably that's less. Kind of, police issue is tough to get your hands on, right? How do you know that they're police <laughs> issue? Unintended. No, no, How do you know they're like police academy? I would ask questions academy. if you're like <laughs> line of duty here. I would wonder even if your partner knew and challenged you on it and said, no way, those are not police issue. And then I'd be like. Like, do you need to pull out a certificate? Yeah, you need like, like a letter of authenticity. These are <laughs> and a waiver. Is that really your priority if somebody's pulling out handcuffs that you're yeah. worried about the authenticity? I don't think so. I think I think that's okay. your concern, 100. percent That's all you're thinking <laughs> but about. But then I think your priorities are misplaced. Maybe you're Maybe. worried about like how durable they are. Well, especially if you're going to be like really, really like, you know, really like putting them to the test. Like hardcore. This is like yeah. the intro <laughs> we have going on. All right. Where so, did this come from? I don't know. I you. just brought it up. <laughs> <laughs> Just because yours are leopard print, whatever. Whatever. <laughs> Let's circle this back. <laughs> <sighs> leopard print. Yeah. 
That's something you don't see too much of anymore. Leopard print, like pants? You don't see people with leopard print pants anymore, do you? I haven't. I the no. animal prints are coming back a little bit. I don't hang out in Abbott's Fridge. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, Gina. <laughs> Did uh, we go all suburbs on this? <laughs> so. So you guys want to play some music? Yeah. All right. Uh, what do you want to play? We'll play some old Rikes up. Yeah. Okay. What's uh, what album did you guys like the best? What's tell me what's your favorite? Uh, Melody AM. Melody That's AM. The old, oldest one, I think. I like Melody AM. We'll play something from Melody AM. Right. Sentimental. Let's do it. Is that the name of a song? No. Oh, you're just saying sentimental. <laughs> I don't know the names of tracks on that yeah, album. Yeah. <laughs>
about Roger Waters? Well, they played uh, on Saturday night at uh, BC. That Place. was a big deal, right? Yeah. It was, was, it, was it like the biggest stage ever constructed in... What was I the deal, right? I have friends that went to the show in L.A. last week, and they said that... Um, you know how stadium shows are normally set up and there's the stage across the floor, but this stage went from section to section all okay. the way across. And not only was the music obviously amazing, but the the show that went with it, the visual show and the right. art and the graphics and all of that kind of stuff was just like, I heard, I didn't go, just like apparently jaw dropping. See, I saw like, you know, it, bits and pieces of it just on, on TV and it looked dull. It's like, Oh no. Yeah, it's just like some old dude walking up and down in front of a screen that's doing all the work for him. He's just kind of standing around. It's not really a performance. It's it's a it's a show that you could have at the planetarium or whatever. And and hats off to the guys who created the event and the and the and the screens and the technology. But as far as Roger Waters goes, it looked like he was just like pacing and singing karaoke. From what I understand, like, I, I have to admit, I'm not a huge Floyd fan, and I don't know the album that well, but it's meant to be like a rock opera, it's a story. The Wall, and it's so, like, yeah. it's a great movie. Right, so apparently the whole stage show is a story, and throughout the show they're actually they're showing the wall, building, though. the wall was done in the 70s, or the 80s. Right, and then um, somebody told me who was there, that like, as the show goes on, they're dropping bricks into the wall. And then the visuals like line up perfectly with the bricks. Like it's apparently like a really impressive stage right. show. Mm -hmm. But originally, um, apparently they were here. I think two years ago in Vancouver and played GM Place, and it was a smaller scale show. But when they toured the show throughout the world, I guess uh, stadiums are more common when you go down to like South America, blah blah blah. So they expanded the show to be stadium uh, caliber, and then that's why I came back up here again and played at BC Place. But anybody I know who went, like, just minds were blown. Right. Like, and I, I mean, yeah, visually, yeah. I'm sure it was fantastic, but I guess on a like a artist performance level, I didn't feel that it was gonna be super exciting to watch an old dude walk around. And that's I think maybe that's why he needs all the smoke and mirrors. Like he needs all that because he's not doing the Bono thing or even the the Rolling Stones. Like, man, they Mick Jagger is still really, really putting on a show. Yeah. You know, he's running and working. Even Bon Jovi will do like two hours where he's just giving it. And this just seemed like, like, I don't know. It just seemed like he wasn't even interested. It was, he was kind of just standing around singing his, his song. It was. Well, there's almost two different classifications, though. There's the full-on production, right? Yeah. You get a, a Britney Spears. And the Madonna and does that, right? Yeah, totally. Just right? confuse people. Make right, them. but I mean, for the audience out there now these days, it's like, you know, kids with ADHD and like a whole, you know, overstimulation, maybe that's what they need, but when I think of some of the shows that really got to me, it's more about performers just who are clearly passionate about what yeah. they're doing and really get yeah. it on stage. Well, and right? I think that that's a preference as well, right? If you're going there for the music, like I personally, and I think like you guys, would rather see a dude sitting on a stool with a guitar who yeah. loves it and just like sing to me Pouring from the heart, heart and yeah. sell it than as long as like, you're not lip, lip syncing I'm, I'm, I'm in yeah exactly and that's like some people will go to a Britney Spears show or a Madonna show knowing that they don't sing or they can't sing and they just want to see like lights and yeah. dancers but and I guess the other thing to consider too is that the venue is so giant that 
not, you, you're lucky if you can make out the fact that it really is that person. Mm -hmm. So having a giant screen in the background is basically like, that's why you're there, because you're not there to see the speck possibly singing sure. or not singing. At that point, I guess you might as well buy the concert DVD or something. Actually, one of the best shows I ever saw was uh, Richard Ashcroft, him and a guitar. It was acoustic, him sitting on a stage, Commodore, which great venue in oh, Vancouver, yeah. right? Like, intimate. It's big enough that it feels like an experience, but, like, small enough that it's it's intimate. And it was fucking incredible. Like, I actually thought it would be kind of boring, like, you're going to get sick of this dude on a stool with a guitar. But it was like hands down amazing yeah. he's got a great voice and stuff so i mean that's a pure musician as opposed to and the venue's intimate enough right? so you can appreciate his performance yeah because i could look, see him yes. see his face his expressions as opposed to watching a screen from you know how many yeah. feet away or whatever I think the right? first concert i ever went to was u2 and it was at the coliseum and the whole thing was just full of echo which tour was that? Uh, Acton Baby, I think. Okay, that's a great album. Yeah. yeah, but it was just it was the whole thing was echoes, and I and it was funny because I thought they should fucking figure this out. Like this is this is awful. You can't hear anything at all. And since then, of course, they've uh, they've just and it's not even creating the technology. They just figured out that they need to make the speakers at the back of the room have the delay of the speed of sound so that there is no echo. It's like by the time the sound gets from the stage to the back of the room, the speakers have that exact same delay. So now there isn't any echo in stadium. So they've probably become a lot better venues. But at the same time, if you can't, if you don't have Jumbotron with the dude on it, then you're really, I don't know, you might as well be listening at home because you just can't see anything at all. Should we play some YouTube afternoon, baby? We could do that, right? Yeah. That's one of their best albums. Yeah, yeah, what was the, what the fly? Is that, yeah. that's, that's, that's one of my favorites. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Let's it's do got that, that kick-ass guitar at the beginning. <laughs>
first concert we ever went to. Yeah. Jackson. Yeah, the first concert I ever went to, it was um, it was it was so much. It was like on a whim, and it was amazing too, because I didn't even realize. Well, I could do anything on a whim at fourteen. At that point, <laughs> but we decided, me and my best friend at the time, we we're like, oh, let's go to this concert, and it's amazing. And her dad drove us down two hours before the concert. Why? Bought us fourth row floor tickets. Oh nice. wow. And next how did you even get those? Like I don't know how they. I mean, it was 1942 because I'm that <laughs> old, right? And the tickets were like fifty dollars. Janet Jackson was great in the forties. You know what I mean? But it was like, I mean, at that time, ticket prices were still pretty reasonable, and even though they were scalper tickets, yeah. I think they were fifty bucks. And so she was coming off that hot run on Different Strokes too. You know, the Jefferson. Oh come on! Whatever. It was a bit earlier than that. But it was, um, yeah, that was my first concert ever. Astonishing, and now I, I mean, I blame Janet Jackson a little bit because I'm, I'm a total ticket snob. Like, you won't go anywhere unless it's fourth. Row. Like, I need to Floor. be really, really close. But, but again, or... that's the performance versus the kind of like musician experience, right? That intimate experience. Because right? she puts on a performance. Well, that's a I was, I was at that show, and yeah. it was, it was, uh, it was. It, I was in the nosebleeds. Like, I think I actually got a nosebleed. <laughs> was it awesome though? Did you? Like uh, it? it was fun because I, I suppose it was fun. It was there was a lot of costume changes. It was very much it was similar to a Madonna show. I think it's like that kind of yeah style of music, yeah. right? It's like there's a lot of a lot of choreography, mm -hmm. a lot of costume changes, theme type sections of the show. Mm -hmm. It's it's very um, it's almost like cabaret like in, in a lot of ways. It's entertainment. That is entertainment in its purest form, yes. right? Like full on. And, and but they work hard, and you, so yeah. you compare like something like that to say a Roger Waters or one of those other artists that just kind of rely on things happening around them. And and yeah. even Madonna, I know that sometimes her shows, and I'm not going to defend her at all, but I have to say that she's out of breath in those shows, even though people complain sometimes that they can't hear her sing properly or. But that means that she's actually doing something, right? That she's, means that she's dancing. It doesn't mean that she's singing. And it's hard to do both. In fact, especially at her age. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Michael, I'm doing the math. Like, Mike, what was your first show? Uh, it's very embarrassing, but apparently I'm sharing it on this podcast. It was uh, Tiffany. <laughs> we don't even know who Tiffany is. Can you explain who that is? <laughs> I love her. Uh, you know, I think we're alone now. She was like eighties pop queen. Did, didn't she have a hat of some she's sort? Not, no, she was, Gibson, oh, that's she Debbie was, Gibson. Yeah. Tiffany was the mall tour queen. That's right. Yeah. How old was she when was she the same age as you when you went to the show? Probably. She might have been actually. Yeah. Like it was. It was about grade seven. It might have been grade six. And oh how old are you then? Like. Yeah, and I went with a bunch of my classmates, and and it was it was a thing. I didn't go. You totally didn't go because you loved her. You went because everyone was going. It was an experience. That's right. Yeah. You went because the girl you liked wanted to go. Am I right? What was her name? Possible. <laughs> what was her name? Shout out. No. Come on, you can, you can say her name. She's like, <laughs> like she left from bed. Was her name Andrea? <laughs> no. Michelle? No. Beardsley? <laughs> I'm trying to like at least keep a little bit of. Okay. Who was it? Anonymity. No, I'm not gonna say. Okay. Come on. It was Tiffany. Yeah. <laughs> he went for Tiffany. <laughs> What's her name? For all our listeners out there, Bossman is blushing right now. <laughs> her name is Deanne. Deanne? Is that what we're going for? No. No. 
All right, we were talking earlier about uh, the Coliseum as a venue, and was it you, Michelle, that said it's a lousy venue or it's a terrible venue? No, because one of the best performances I ever went to or shows was Arcade Fire, okay. and it was just kind of when they were breaking out into, you know, onto the scene. I didn't actually know them yet, but a friend of mine had um, tickets, and she offered to take me for free, and he's going to turn that down. And it was incredible. They had, like... I don't even remember, like, a, at least a dozen people on the stage. And, like, everybody on there was just giving her. That's what Obviously, I like about our broken social scene. It's just, like, big, huge yeah. stage with lots of people. It's like an orchestra. Totally. Orchestra. It was an orchestra party on stage, giving her. And it's, it's kind of like a fun introduction to music that you don't know. That it's just this, these people that are passionately playing, just going for it. And then towards the, like, last third of the show, everybody picked up their instruments, you know, where feasible and like marched off the stage into the crowd cool. and then just stopped like you know at the lower end of the stadium and, and just stood there and performed and so we were all in like a circle around them you know just like half a foot away like you could see the sweat on their faces and they were just having a good time and that was amazing because it's infectious you can see that they're passionate about what they're doing and just like having an amazing time right mm -hmm. um should we play some market fire yeah, yeah. absolutely from the first album okay you want to get a track name i don't off the top of we'll my play head. something from the first album and then okay. we'll come back and say what it was okay all right
and they were basically getting... so they were recording a video at the Tiffany concert. The opening yep. band recorded their video because that's the only chance they'll ever get to have people in the audience. I guess, yeah, exactly. Oh. It's true, man. Harsh. And they were getting <laughs> mad at the audience because we weren't being uh, enthusiastic enough. Well, because you don't like them. What, what Do am you I, remember Tiffany at the 80s? Janet Jackson concert when they debuted the Black Cat video? Maybe. Do you remember? Yeah. I remember it, before the concert started, they didn't ask, but they're like, this is the first time Possibly. anyone yeah, okay. in public has ever seen it. And I was like, this is the best video ever. <laughs> <laughs> the the I was like, oh. Hey, have you touched on on our recent podcast? Have you touched on Adam Yock? Yeah, yeah, we talked. That was, that was months and months ago, man. Okay. Uh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> you guys are all too trendy for me. I don't Get, know these yeah. peeps. Get in the program. Uh, okay, so uh, I'd, like to, I'd like to do uh, some check this shit out, even though it's not music related. Yeah. So. What are we checking out? Okay, we're going to play the jingle. Wait. Hey! 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 Check this shit out. Alright, so um, I want to, it's not even music related, but I want to share uh, this app called uh, uh, <laughs> Say Hi Translate. Yes! And you can type in any, Say Hi Translate, and you can type in any word, any sentence you want, and it'll translate it into like... Uh, uh, like 23 different languages. So here's here's one. My boyfriend sucked my bum hole. <laughs> and then you can do that in Spanish for all these Spanish speaking people. Mi novio me chupo Just be careful not to uh, download the wrong one because there's more than one that say hi app and I made this the same mistake. Here, I got one in, in I think this is Russian. Если бы мне пришлось носить женскую одежду, выбылизать мое влагалище, а что теперь? Сейчас. Сиська. And then, so, in case, in case you didn't know what that was... Boobies. If I were to wear women's clothing, would you lick my vagina? What about now? Now? Boobies. <laughs> I think this is awesome. That's and, the best thing and, I've ever heard. And if you don't download it and just type dirty words into it, then what's wrong with you? <laughs> now, and I use that phrase that... all the time, so I mean, it's totally useful. Especially just movies at the end. Sometimes you just right. want to know how to swear in other languages, and that's helpful. To or fl or flatter. <laughs> yes. You don't know. Um, sure. Let's. That's. Um, Mike, you were saying what? There's a couple of different apps that have the same name. Oh well, if you if you go into the app store and type in say hi, which is the name of the app. Um, you, there's three or four actually that are called say hi. So how do we know which one's the good one? What does the picture look like? Uh, let's see. <laughs> I like your boobies. It's uh. Can I rape you? Exactly. Um. <laughs> Wait, let's do this in British English one more time. I like your boobies. Can I rape you? And now, oh, and man. Now, that's, uh, and now in Italian, please. <laughs> okay, so it's a the the app logo um, looks like two sound waves uh, facing each other, one in blue, one in green. I'm gonna download that. It's ninety nine cents or Tomorrow. one pound if you happen to live in the UK. I'm really excited about it. It's also hundred yen <laughs> if you live in Japan. Or a thousand baht. 
if you live in Thailand? Is that a bot? I think so. <laughs> How many dongs is it? <laughs> well... <laughs> So, okay, well, that's the end of Check the Shit Out. Um, shall we um, talk more about music? Or can we talk about dongs? Wait, what do you want to say about dongs? Well, I just didn't know how much a dong was. <laughs> <laughs> Ravina, you've been to Southeast Asia. Um, I have you ever been down the Yellow River? <laughs> I haven't been to Vietnam, thanks. Oh, well, there you go. They're, dongs are Vietnam. They are. They're Vietnamese. Yes. Only in Vietnam. <laughs> Only in Vietnam can you get a dong. <laughs> that sounds like a jingle right there. It's actually on the on the tourism Vietnam commercial. Absolutely. Dan, can I can I talk about movies? Yes, you may. Okay, so um, a recent movie called uh, Snow White and the Huntsman. And oh, wait, I totally want to see that. Though. No, it's got like forty-seven percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Are you kidding? Yeah, they don't like it. Oh, well, that's too bad. But what uh, <laughs> caught my attention uh, was that no, uh, too. Charlize Theron, uh, the, who plays the evil queen, her character name is at least the way they pronounced it on uh, the show I was watching. Did you run her name through to say hi and find out how to pronounce it? No, I, I didn't actually, Dan. Maybe I should do that. But the, the name was Ravina. You're and, lying. And... Um, and I was shocked and almost insulted shocked. because I thought Ravina was unique. And, uh, uh, yeah. Ravina, do you want to comment on this? You're lying. You're, you're serious? The queen's name in that movie? Is well, that's, that's what Mike says. He checked it on... And... It is spelt differently, but they pronounced it Ravina. How do you feel about that, Rockin? I thought you... <laughs> I'm, like, speechless. Really? You don't know what to... No, I don't even know You've never, say. ever met anyone with your No, name. I have. I okay. have. There are other Ravinas, and so it's not entirely unique, but the fact that it's, like, a movie name, that's a big deal. Yeah. Are you flattered, or are you flabbergasted? Were you upset that they stole your thunder? I'm not upset. I'm okay with being associated with a bitch. That's okay. She's a beautiful bitch. So. I don't know. I she's could go a, with that. She's, she's also a powerful bitch. Yeah. <laughs> powerful, beautiful bitch. Okay, I'm down. I'm totally down with this. For, you know, for a while. Cool. <laughs> Just for the record, uh, according to IMDB, it's uh, pronounced R-A-V-E-N-N-A. What? Say that one more time. Yeah, that doesn't... R-A-V... It's pronounced how you're spelling it? <laughs> no, I'm sorry. It doesn't help anyway. <laughs> It's spelled. Yes. Okay. It's spelled R A. Because that seems really like pronounced R A. So it's spelled like A R. <laughs> it's spelled R A V E N N A. Okay. E N A. That's how often how people spell my name though. It's but a, to me, I look at that name. and I say Ravenna. Oh, E-N-N-A. Oh, there's a place called Ravenna that's spelled that way. Maybe. But people, when they spell my name, often will do a double E. Mm. It's always a game I play, like, if I'm at Starbucks and they ask for your name to see what name I end up. <laughs> so, um, last time we yeah. were at Starbucks, you left, you left the name Shaniqua. That's <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> no. Well, like, once, when I was in Vegas, they asked for my name, and I thought to make it easier, I'll just say Rav. And the drink, they called out, I think it was Ralph. They were like, because <laughs> I look like a fucking Ralph, right? Totally. So, anyway, it's, it's always an adventure. That's why often when I'm at restaurants or whatever, they ask for a name to put the table. Under. She always gives I'll, my name. I'll give whoever I'm with, even if it's a guy. Yeah, I'm Mike. I'm Dave. Whatever. <laughs> like, because.
because they'll fuck my name up. But anyway. Fucking assholes. <laughs> Ignorant. Ignorant bastards. Okay. Well, you know what? I like my name. I don't care. It's not generic, so. But I'm shocked to know that they're, they're clean. Have you seen it, Mike? Have you seen the movie? No, I haven't. So oh. Are you going The ratings are that bad. Is it really yeah, that bad? What I, don't, I, I haven't seen it. I don't know. I mean, I, uh, I, I'm not surprised because typically, like, it's the whole Brothers Grimm thing has been just fucked out. The whole idea is just... Well, it seems like uh, Hollywood and they're all over the Snow White thing with well, Once it's Upon a like, Time. And it's, it just seems like nobody's got any fucking clever ideas anymore. Yeah. And it's like, well, let's just take this thing that copyright doesn't exist. So things like that, and Robin Hood, and 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 even uh, Sherlock Holmes, the the it's finished. You don't have to pay royalties to anybody anymore because like the amount of time has passed. So that and Shakespeare, all this shit is just fucking free. And really, Hollywood's just run by accountants. You know what so. I think it is? It, it's not nobody's got any good ideas. It's whoever's running the the companies and they old. don't want to take any risks well, and say and this like, isn't going to oh, make any money so let's Dark go Shadows the another example thing. it's like um, nobody in fact the people that go to movies don't know what Dark Shadows is but the anybody like over the age of 50 they know what Dark Shadows is and that's who's running Hollywood so they're like oh yeah I would love to see a movie based on that show I used to love but <laughs> the bulk of audiences are probably what like 14 to Maybe thirty-five movie-going audiences. So those people well, don't know that? anything about these things. Like my favorite Martian or the fucking even even the Three Stooges. Nobody. You're knows. supposed to be aiming for nineteen to thirty-five. I thought. Well, I suppose an R-rated movie you have to be. Yeah. I just find it ridiculous that they seem to be recycling these ideas that nobody liked the first time around. <laughs> so let's just see if it works forty years later. It's going to make money, though. You said it precisely, that Hollywood's run by accountants. Yeah. Well, right? every now and then, though, you get some, some people that kind of, um, that do interesting things. And, and uh, Drive, I thought Drive was a great movie. It's interesting. It might have been derivative in some ways, but it was cool. But it probably didn't make as much money. No, of course as, not. Yeah. Right? I like, really loved Avengers, though. And that's kind of like, but I love Joss Whedon, and I love Buffy. I, I was really into Firefly. The stuff that he, the indie stuff that he did, and it's just, the surprising thing is that Marvel or Disney or Hollywood gave this guy who had a really strong independent following, they gave him the chance to write this movie and direct it. And the fact that it made a trillion dollars or whatever, that's not surprising because he's so good. Well, no, it's surprising that it made money. It's not surprising that he did it and it was good. But that's not offensive. But how does a movie like Beverly Hills Chihuahua, like, <laughs> you know, make it? And I think they even made a sequel or talking about it. Like... That's what offends me, right? It's, well, that is just a classic case of most people are idiots. Yeah. Well, and that's why a lot of reality TV shows... Like, yes, that's why the Kardashians are fucking yeah. famous. Yeah. Idiots with money. Oh, well. yeah. <laughs> Some of us like watching the Kardashians. Not me. <laughs> I very much enjoy the Kardashians. <laughs> but I will defend it by saying this. <laughs> I have a very long day all of the time and I like to go home and not think and judge other people. Michelle does work two jobs. So and so we'll I'll watch the Kardashians it. and maybe an episode of the Golden Girls and that's all I am mental, mentally capable of. You have to switch channels. Did you just say Golden Girls? I love the she Golden did. Girls. Wow. I have, <laughs> I have it on series record. 
So when I get home, there's always two or three little treats for me. I've been trying to, and recently, this is totally not, it, I guess it's, it's 80s television related, but I've been thinking about the guy who played uh, uh, Buck Rogers. Who's that? You remember the show Buck Rogers? Yeah, yeah, okay. So he was, uh, Gil Gerard was his name, I think. And I haven't Googled this. And I, sh I guess I could just answer my own questions if I Googled it. But Gil <laughs> Gerard made another TV show after that. And I'm pretty sure it was like a cop and a little Asian kid called Sidekick, where the kid was a like, karate expert, and he just like... <gasps> just, this did not happen. <laughs> he just kicked like drug dealers in the chest and stuff, and did the same little roundhouse kick that he did, and it was like, some cop has a, take, looks after this little Asian uh, immigrant, and then they solve crimes together. He's like a karate expert, and it was called Sidekick. Is that right? You know what? Am I, would, I right? I would series record that shit. Sidekicks, Gil Gerard. I'm right. They made 23 episodes. Made, of what, years, what years was it on? I was right. Oh my and the, the kid, I don't know if we ever saw him before or ever saw oh, him again. It had one I, season. I thought that it might have been the kid from Goonies and from oh. Indiana Jones on the Temple of Doom, mm -hmm. but I remember that kid just made those two movies, and that was it. No, that was it. It was that kid that right on the bottom there. Ernie Reyes Jr. And did he do anything Looks else? like he didn't do a lot after that. He was in the rundown. I, have, I haven't He's even heard rundown. of that show. Neither do I. Psych, well, I don't recommend it. I think that it's something like... It's like I had fond memories of 21 Jump Street, and then I went on YouTube and watched a bunch of episodes, and I'm like, this is... Oh, it didn't no. age. This is horrible. Really? So it's, I think it's something that's just better leave it in your head. Uh, don't revisit it. Do you know what I read in the newspaper today? Is that they're wanting to bring Alf. Do you remember Alf? Yeah, no, I read that too. Well, no. Into a feature it's, film. It's not they're that they're trying. They're trying. The, well, the writer is trying. Yeah, the interview is the, the guy who created Alf, they talk to him and he's like, I'm trying to make this into a movie. Well, of course you're trying to make a movie. You have nothing going for you right now. Well, I would it, watch it's just, that movie. It's more of would recycling old ideas. Right? But it's one dude who made it, and and then that was the best idea he ever had in his life and hasn't done anything for whatever it is, 25 years. So, of course, he wants to make that into a movie. That's all totally, he's got. totally. But I'm just saying, as like... They better not do that. An Alf fan? Did you not like the show? No, it was like two seasons and then it just tanked. No, dude. It was it seven seasons long. of awesome. Seven seasons? <laughs> seven <laughs> seasons of awesome. But they are bringing back like Fraggle Rock. <gasps> I love that show. Oh, that's coming on. back as a feature. This doesn't have to happen. The no. Muppets did quite well. But do, does this mean that we've like exceeded the number of like original no, ideas? No, we have not. Well, but but why is everything being It's recycled? because they're afraid to take a chance on anything exactly. new and awesome. Exactly. It costs so money. much money to make a movie. And so they're recycling if they don't get everything. their money back again, it's it's horrible. Look, look what happened with John Carter. Disney lost whatever it was, totally. $150, $250 million on it. Now, Disney also owns Marvel. They made it back with the Avengers. Yeah. As Doesn't a company, it come down to marketing sometimes. So well, no. John Carter was marketed the worst it could possibly be. Yeah, exactly. Because it was—it's called John Carter of Mars. But the focus groups said we don't want to put Mars on it because girls, girls won't, won't go, go to it. it. Yeah. Okay, well, it's a fucking science fiction movie about Mars. Mm -hmm. So why not just tell people what it's about? John Carter means nothing. It might as well be fucking Joe Smith 
It could have been a Denzel Washington yeah. movie about an accountant. Yeah. It meant nothing to anyone, John Carter. Yeah. So that's not so much about a bad film or lack of ideas. But I mean, but I heard it was not but the best John film Car either. John Carter was a book that was written a hundred years ago. And every, not literally. No, it was written in 1912 or 1910. Really? Uh -huh. And it was, every other movie now has borrowed from that. So now the story seems super cliched and derivative. So it's like, oh, that's just like Star Wars, and that's just like whatever. Well, yeah. Sure. So anyway, don't go see John Carter. Hey, has the um, the new Total Recall come out yet? That's another one I'm sad about because Verhoeven did good good job of that, and and they're doing Robocop remake as well. They're taking all of Verhoeven's good movies and they're redoing them. <laughs> okay. You don't think Rob? Yeah. Okay. Let's play the theme song to which <laughs> '80s TV show? Golden Girls. Box of Life. <laughs> Thank you for being a friend. Growing Pains. That is the best theme yeah. song. Yeah. Okay. Let's do it. We're gonna play the theme song to Golden Girls. Uh, <laughs> rest in peace, be Arthur, and whoever else is dead. And everyone else except but Betty White. Betty White. All right. Thank you for being a friend. Betty White rocks. Oh, or should we just end the show on that? Go on a high note. Yeah, I think we should end the show on that. I mean, all I'd right. like to thank you all for being a friend. I don't. Yeah, know. Let's, yeah, yeah. We'll go out on that. And and our listeners. Yes. Your heart Absolutely. is true, your pal and confidant. Thank you for being a friend. Been down the road and back again. <laughs> okay, anyway. I'm crying now. Once again, you can go to our webpage, www.valentinerecords.net. You can follow our fearless producer who couldn't make it tonight because he's at the Tyrone Horse Show. Uh, you can follow him at Ray Bixen. Uh, you can hate also. That guy. I hate him too. Uh, I think he's hot. For an old dude, yeah, with uh, like erectile dysfunction problems, but it's a common problem these days. <laughs> <laughs> wow, new podcast. <laughs> um, you can email us at podcast at valentinerecords.net. Uh, like us on Facebook. Uh, Mike, do you want people to follow you on Twitter? No. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not on Twitter. Shell. Um, no, but thanks for asking. Then follow nobody else but Ray Vixen on Twitter. Thanks. And thank you for being a friend. <laughs> thank you for being a friend. Travel.